Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. Well, I guess the last topic I'll bring up is the one I touched on earlier, and that was the beverage, <clears throat> the beverage space. Because it, while Monster has done... Um... Holy hell, man. You do, you do you hate me? I can't believe I'll, you mentioned that name again. I edited it out. So it's it's my favorite Disney movie of all time, Monsters Inc. Why don't you just go there? Monster, 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 Monster. Thanks, Shane. Really appreciate okay. it, buddy. So well, can I we was, talk okay. about nitrosogen again? Just say nitrosogen. I wanted to, times. but you didn't. You'll you, you'll you, you, you'll you'll get you it out of your mouth. You brushed it off. You started going. So anyway, so nitrosogen. You have a lot of these energy drink companies uh, and sports nutrition has kind of taken them all head on with beverages yeah. and they've done a phenomenal job. Uh, C4 was obviously one of the big ones. Uh, Ghost. Um, Prime's now entering the realm. And it just sort of seems like sort of like a snowball effect. Now a lot of companies in, and as I could be wrong here. You're obviously going to know. But as far as I recall, I don't think I've ever seen like a like a beverage from mutants or even PVL for that matter. Like I could be wrong. I'm not counting like liquid carnitine if you've done that, but I'm just sort of like an yeah. actual um, yeah. RTD or beverage. Is is that something? Because obviously it's not really a trend when it's a format. I wouldn't consider it a trend. I would call it more of like a because there are a number of things you can do in a beverage that really separates it from totally absolutely everything else. It's almost <clears> like <throat> like a powder format for supplements is just a kind of a blank slate. Yeah. Is that something we could see uh, you guys get into, whether it be PVL, mutant, like regardless, or is it sort of, you know, you have the distribution, well, obviously. Well, we've been around for 26 years, so let's see what the next 26 years goes. Um, no, when it comes, when it comes to the energy drink, I mean, a lot of people in the industry may or may not know this, but you kind of touched on one thing that, you know, uh, the MOQs, the minimum order quantities, getting your, your feet wet, getting into bed with a co-packer to actually make an energy drink for you. Um, the MOQs are still there. However, there are some energy drink co-packers that have reduced the MOQs, but then you are also paying high. a very, a very high yeah. cost per unit. And um, a business... Uh, acumen that i've always abided by is a great book called good to great so if anybody wants to get into business that's one of the top 10 or 20 books i'd recommend and and in the in in parts of that book they talk about just being uh really darn good at what you do and then you also have to bear in mind cost so you can have a great idea at the retail level but if you haven't worked it backwards to what your cost of goods are, you could be in for a world of hurt yeah, if you yeah, yeah. start that project. And so um, one of the things that I pride myself on is my math. You know, may, maybe not my white collar speak because I am a blue collar person. But uh, when it comes to math, I need to know what the retail is going to be because I'm a consumer and I don't want to rip off consumers on the retail price. And then I need to know what the uh, distribution cost is going to be. I need to know what the retailers are going to want to do. I need to know whether or not uh, this is going to be in part of the cost. Da, 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 da. And then I go right down. And that's why we control our own manufacturing in-house for powders. Like oh, okay, we're 100% in control of the cost on the way out. Like every time I'm building a formula, 
I'm, uh, I have so many different uh, thoughts in my head. My consumer hat comes on every once in a while and I go, oh, what's this going to retail out for? And so I, I'm, I'm fighting hard for that win-win-win. The consumers, the business, and then, then us as the, as the last in the chain there. And so coming back to the energy drink thing, I know the cost, I know the MOQs, and, um, and we also know the mid-range, you know, there's about a thousand brands in the mid-range, if you will, is what I call it. And so the question really is, is can you become part of that next evolution of where Cellucor is, where Alani New is, uh, where Rise I believe is as well and some others and you got to be pot committed. And so I applaud them. Uh, they, yeah. they deserve all the, all the success they're, they're enjoying. And um, it's a, it's a hell of a, uh, a gamble and a hell of a ride. And so it's one I'm not prepared to go do and um, not this month and not in 60 days and, and not uh, by the Olympia next year. Is it something I have my eye on? Oh, hell yeah. I think every good brand should have their eye on it. And, you know, we, we've, we've talked uh, with a lot of uh, partners globally and in North America as well. And, you know, we're just sitting here going, you know what? It's not just, it's just not the right time. Yeah. You know, I, I've prided myself on also just being patient. I don't want to be in this super all fired up rush. And the patience for me has worked out pretty good. I mean, we've done a billion dollars. A hundred countries. We've done a billion dollars. We're still in business. We survived COVID and yada, yada, yada. I mean, go, come on. So I don't feel like I got a gun to my head to go rush, to go and join this fray. I'm going, yeah, hold on here. You know what? Now it's just not the right time. And I bet there's going to be a... Uh, I bet there's going to be some hard times for some of the brands. I think oh, yeah. something I mean, else is going to happen. I mean, go, go look. I mean, there's, I got to be careful what I say here. Cause I don't want to get anybody in trouble. And, but you know, two brands, <clears throat> one of them went to war with the other brand in, in the RTD space. And um, so you got to be mindful that if you mm -hmm. are not the biggest dog or one of the two or three biggest dogs, you, you got to be mindful, you know, they, they do run that sandbox. And so, um, can any of these other brands coming from the supplement space become a billion dollar or, you know, multi-billion dollar brand yet is yet to be seen. Hmm. So it's something just to be respectful about. And I think that's just mutual respect. You know, it's not just respect yeah. in one way. It's always about mutual respect. I find, um, but you asked the question, Shane, there's my answer. Uh, never say never. No, you, you answered and, it beautifully. And not just yet. I'll, I'll ask you in five years. I'll ask you again in I five don't, years. First of all, <laughs> you won't have to wait five years, I'm pretty sure. And you can't ask me about Sunny D or Ring Pop because I'm pretty sure I can't use those trademarks. Um, and I think I'll, I'll, give gonna... the, I'll, give, I'll give you the nitrosity in time frame. I'll give you the, 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 the five. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Five, yeah. Five years from, from the first time. Hey, nitrosogen, that's a great ingredient. Okay. Now let's go use it. Well, no, I think to be honest, you're, you're much, much like you said, uh, with that similar strategy, the five years makes perfect sense. Like it's, 
nitrosogen has been around for very long well not very long but it's been around for a while but it's only these last two years or maybe even a year that it's just it's made itself it's made its way into almost every single pre-workout it's almost as prevalent as uh estrogen i always say this to the guy the estrogen i'm like it's not a sports nutrition product with a bit of estrogen in there because it's as much as i see pre-workouts I don't think it's very hard for me to come across a product that does not have estrogen in it or um, uh, Sabinsa's biopirin. Like it's like you think yeah. they're, they're, they're just ever present <clears throat> and it's ridiculous how many things that they get in. And I think nitrosogen has seen a bit of that too, where you get reformulations where uh, kind of they're, they're reformulating and the one change is the addition of nitrosogen or swapping yeah. something out for nitrosogen and it's, such a hugely popular ingredient now and it's like you said only time would have told yeah. um and obviously it's very effective it's got the studies back in it it's got the reputation and it's it's got the it's got the presence so i mean it's uh hey it's got it's got it. it's got the scott scott welch and jim mcmahon thumbs up <laughs> i mean how much more do you need in this life i'm sorry scott i'm speaking for scott's bad i just know he but, liked it that that's all no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it is one of those things that, like, uh, much like you said with the energy drink, like you might sip, oh, I like this format, I like this style, but it doesn't mean you're going to go make it tomorrow. You don't know yeah. if it's going to do well. You don't know if it's going to fall flat on its face. Yeah. Um, obviously, energy drink is very different from nitrosogen, but you've, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so, hey, hey, hold on. Have you have you talked with our new director of marketing by any chance? I have, <laughs> and I specifically said Sam. from. Oh no 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 no! no, no, sorry, no. Not... You're talking about Dean, I think. Um, no no no, I'm talking about Ian. And oh yeah, okay. Ian, okay, Ian's Ian's our brand director. He 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 mentioned something, and I haven't touched on it for a very specific reason. So I'll just leave that. Some something about red. No, he even he's not gonna. He's no? as tight-lipped as you, off camera. So oh, oh well, no, because we we we. I don't think everybody needs to know this, but some of the industry might be shocked to hear this, but we didn't, um, you know, we, we, during COVID, we had a few things that obviously happened. And so we didn't have every seat on the bus here filled. And so one of the, the seats on the bus was in the marketing department. Yes, we have a lot of people in marketing, but this was a very key seat in the marketing area. And we didn't have anybody in that seat for the last couple of years um, uh, at that, at that, uh, area anyway so yeah the, we we just hired somebody uh as our director of marketing and uh they don't come from the supplement space and they just might know something or two about the energy drink space huh huh interesting yeah coca-cola is, Co Coca is not in energy drinks he i think he might have worked at coca-cola as well too so yeah Okay, well you, yeah, well, oh yeah, that, baby. Now, now I got you going. The red is not related to what Ian brought up, but okay, yeah, that's an interesting, that's an interesting move for someone oh, who we, wasn't considering. We play dirty here at Mutant and PVL, don't we? You, you, you must be frustrated. I know you got listeners right now just throwing their pens, going, "That McMahon, he's a rat bastard, hey, dirty you just, player." You just gave me a whole five minutes, and you weren't going to do it right away. And then, oh yeah, by the way, my marketing director is so and so. Oh, okay. Well, that just completely upends the last 10 minutes of the conversation. Well, I, you know, I got to keep you on your toes. Well, to be honest, you didn't necessarily lie. You're like, I'm not thinking about doing it. 
That doesn't mean, Anyways, that doesn't mean the rest of the team isn't. I just I just want to advise people, yeah, don't play poker with me. It's it's a nasty experience. You play you play poker with the entire mutant team and you can read them all. That's a little bit easier. That's no, hey, I don't play with the team here. The team is, you know, you don't need just certain things you don't play with. There's a great team here and and huh. we're working our asses off trying to make it even greater. I might give Sam an email then. Yeah, you, you might sure. have to. I'm probably I probably got myself in trouble with my own team now. They're going, Oh crap, we can't she it's like it's, I, oh, I shouldn't say what I was about to say, but no, it's kind of like think... somebody else who used to be unfiltered on their Twitter. I'm the same way when I come on the Stack 3D podcast. Totally unfiltered. It's okay. We only have like two people listening. My wife's the other one, so it's all good. It's yeah, and I don't think you, I don't think even she listens to every episode, so it's all good. Oh no, you got you got Lucas and and uh, Lucas oh, and, yes. and, um, and and Prometheus will be listening. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we got we got three, we got three people. Oh no, yeah. come on, you you get you got the guys at Apollon. You know your favorite brand of all time. All I know right. that. Come, don't don't you shy away. We know you love Apollon. Come on, you love all brands. I'm kidding. I love every uh, brand. I know oh, you okay, do. No. No, I love I love most. Okay. <laughs> well, let's not touch on that. We're I think we're good to I think we're good here. But thanks, uh, you know, for inviting me. And and yeah, anytime you want to ask me about the new greens product, the new pump product, the new not RTD product yet, um, uh, the new uh, an improved uh, flex food. Um, you can stop me anytime. By the way. Uh, oh man. And if we and and if we ever sell collagen, we're gonna call it collagen. There, there's a news burst for you. I was trying to think of the word, some of the words that I've seen for collagen. I just, I'm trying. To... Remember, these are your and words, not mine. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a we'll, we'll go, we'll do that. We'll save that for another episode. We'll call well, it actually, a special edition collagen episode. Well, that special other ingredient that I haven't named yet, but I did name it the other day on one of my posts. I was like, listen, there's nothing against that ingredient. Okay, it's just when you look at the amino acid profile, you just got to be fact based. That's all. And the amino acid profile of that thing is 95% identical to collagen. Okay, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Okay, it's just the fact. So just go with that. That's all. So but just don't buy it thinking it's a muscle building on par with protein powders, like whey and other things. So when you go look at it, it's half the BCAs and half the EAAs roughly of, of other proteins, including plant oh. proteins. Plant proteins are twice as high in BCAs and EAAs as that other protein. I'm guessing you, you don't like the topic of the, the vegan collagen that, that's out. One of, I think I can't remember the name of it. It's out there. It's there's a, the, there's uh, a few. Which one are you talking about? There's, there's, talking a, about there's four or five right now. I'm talking about the one that is... Uh, it's a v it's a it's it's referred to as a vegan collagen or a plant-based collagen and it's fermented aminos of the same profile as collagen but it's from uh, the hydrolyzed um uh, plant-based you know, it's not hydrolyzed. i mean it is it is like it is like plant-based but it's free-form aminos it's not it's not uh oh there's the blend one yeah yeah that one that one <laughs> Now, no, you know what? If if a hey, if they have clinicals, let, let's be clear here. If if they have clinicals that shows that it actually helps the formation of type one collagen, because that's the predominant collagen that's in the human body, and that's why people are, are buying either uh, bovine uh, collagen or marine collagen predominantly, you know, then, then great. But in, until you have the data, and until so, you know somebody's I, validated I, that it works, and then you know, I, you, I liked you the idea, buy. but I just likened it too much to amino spiking. 
like if I gave you an amino pro amino acid product and it had the same ratio of aminos as whey, you wouldn't want me calling it a whey. You'd want me calling it an amino. But in that sense, I okay, was well, like, oh, hold on. Let me ask you that question. You're happening. You're opening up a little bit of Pandora's box. Yeah, here, because it, am I? It, no, but in North America, we got a few, oh, not just North America, but in, around the world, there's always going to be labeling issues. So here, let me ask a poll question because I, I want to know what people think. I really do. So let's say you have a protein powder, let's say 23 grams of, of, of protein from whey, and let's say it's two grams of BCAAs, or it's two grams of EAAs, okay? And you combine two plus 23 is what? 25. All right, there's, there's that McMahon savant math coming out right there. 23 plus two is five. All right, and if you put in the supplement facts or nutrition facts panel, 25 grams as your protein number and you put an asterisk on the 25 and you denoted somewhere else on the label hey that 25 yeah. grams is 23 grams of peptides and two grams of free form oh, aminos yes. is is the world going to shoot me or any other brand if we did it that way i i would completely applaud you for that but i think because you're telling them that's what it is but obviously the the spiking thing was exactly that but they forgot the asterisks or not forgot. They just never intended to put it on there. But yeah. That, that's where I think the, the, the thing with that is, is like, and uh, like, if you put it out there on the label, like you've got protein in there and you tell people look, it's protein and a bit of aminos and that gives you the 25. I have no problem with that. But if yeah. like, if that whole, like the vegan collagen thing, I liked the idea, but I felt yeah. like calling it vegan collagen if somehow someone actually made a collagen ingredient that wasn't free form aminos and was actually vegan, but those two were named the same, but they're completely different innovations. Yeah. I feel like it would cause an unfortunate confusion. Yeah, there 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 is a a, uh, a plant-based collagen uh ingredient that's being um, proposed. I've I've got the data for it. I haven't pulled the trigger on it i wasn't comfortable enough with it yet mm, uh, but but it is from hydrolyzed uh proteins i've looked at the molecular weight because uh, that's the other thing about collagen when it's hydrolyzed there's a certain molecular weight it's got to get down to for it to be bioavailable for where it's got to get to and lower is not always better there's a, there's the low end of it, and you got to have a median number within that low end um and then they also added in free form aminos i was ah, okay now yeah, i'm not so sure but here, here's a little gold nugget. And I don't know if anybody else is, uh, in the industry is aware of this, but I think it was like five years ago, maybe 10 years ago. And I don't remember the name of the company and I may have the country wrong here, but it was in the, it was, um, it might've been Israel actually. And, and I believe there was an attempt to uh, modify a tobacco leaf and the tobacco leaf had the structure of the type one collagen. So it was kind of neat, and but I believe the company went under, and they never got to 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 bring it to market. So, Very but it's it, it's been on the radar for either five or ten years on how to do a real authentic one. So as long as it comes out as like a a type one or a type three collagen, because those are the two predominant collagens in our body. There's oh, I think it's over like twenty different collagens in our body. Um, don't quote me on that. I'm not going to tell you I'm a professor. Just I'm say not, just but, say over five. There you go. Nice there's more than there's more than two how's that yeah um <laughs> but yeah and so there's that i did tease you another one remember we were talking about um 
uh, the vat of whey, uh, the, the, the whey that is grown in vats that does not come from cows. Yeah, the, uh, the what do they call it, the animal freeway, which I yeah. think is absolutely incredible. But anyway, I, I have the data. <laughs> I have the data on that. I think Robert and I were talking about it uh, when you're one of your other podcast buddies. Um, we were talking about it one day, I'm pretty sure. And, and I said, ask me about it again. Cause I'm, I have the data that a lot of people aren't, that's not been published and there's nothing wrong with it. It's an interesting ingredient. It's really, really freaking cool. But oh, there, yeah. there's a, there's a couple of details about it that, um, again, nothing wrong with it. I think it's a great ingredient. Um, it's, uh, something that's going to be very unique, but there's, the investors behind that thing, they've put in, I think, close to three. Uh, uh, don't quote me on this, I, but I think there's like half a billion dollars behind this brand. Oh, yeah. yeah this, that's, that. pub, that's public information. You can actually look that up. So that ingredient is, is cool because it, it, it it's not just because it's anti cow and i want to be you know i don't want to stir up everybody who's going to get mad about oh cow and this yeah. and i go come on we're just talking about sustainability that's all we're talking about he's up everybody so uh, you know the amount of water it takes to produce you know a pound of protein from dairy is a lot and so the amount of water this other whey protein that they're they're doing um just uses a hell of a lot less water and i'm sorry everybody well, that's a good thing it's not a bad thing but um, you know the cost of the ingredient is pretty up there, so there there is that. So maybe in five years, economies of scale will make that ingredient dominant. I think someone explained to me that it's it's the he wasn't from um, uh, Perfect Day, but he was saying that that's why they seem to be going for these big companies like this chocolate milk, these like mainstream companies, because obviously as they scale then the price will come down but they can't scale like next day it has to be yeah. and so I, and i spoke to them at supply side um, because i had someone reach out to me and they said oh, i wanted to use it but i but i couldn't and then i asked her um the person that was at uh, from perfect day and i said what's the like like what is the like reason like why would you use it for this and why would you give it to them and not that and she was saying like unlike way or unlike I don't know something else in another supplement they can't go out and buy more like it's not like they can go anywhere else so she's like yeah. i have legitimately this much and i'm <clears> going to give it to the person who's going to get it out there the most and that's practically yeah. what she was saying and I was, that makes perfect sense because for me i'm like oh why wouldn't you sell me way like you could go get it from here and here but this is the only place so yeah. they've got a they've got a ceiling on how much they can do and how much they can offer and so yeah. they're not going to give it to five people. They would rather probably give it to one who could buy that whole amount. And I was like, well, oh, I, okay. Yeah, and I don't mind disclosing this. And and I, I, I plan on following up a conversation with them because uh, it's an interesting uh, sustainability ingredient. That's, that's yeah, what it's, it's, it's just less water being used on the planet. That's a good thing. The name says it all. Animal yeah. Free Way. Yeah, it's again. There, there are some details, and you, you can notice I'm I'm choosing my words carefully because I don't want to say stuff that uh, you know is their proprietary information. Yeah. Um, but um, you know they they're on to a good thing. Um, the volume of supply I, I I inquired with them about, I was concerned they wouldn't have enough to supply. 
because again the yeah. way they, the way they got to grow it and again you know you have to test everything on every ingredient of course but you got to test you you know this is a fairly new ingredient they had to get fda clearance don't forget to go make this you just can't make this and and, yeah. and just bring it to market you need clearance so not every country is, has adopted it. I'm sure there's some political reasons why it hasn't been adopted by some. I was very curious about how it would be handled with the UK because I know that you can't ship in like a certain amount of whey internationally. And so I was curious what the case would be if you were to ship in something that's not farmed, but it's still called animal free whey. Well, and I imagine that would it kind of probably there's probably rules that would apply to it and then rules that would not apply to it. That'll well, make it difficult. Yeah, I'm just going to speculate. I don't know. Um, well, first thing, the, there are the non-speculation. The fact is there are quota systems around the world, right? You just can't uh, sell a whole bunch of eggs, for example, from one country to the other country. You just can't sell a whole bunch of cheese from one country to the other country. You just can't sell a whole bunch of meat from one country to the other country. Everything's very regulated so that you protect your domestic supply. So America is going to protect its eggs. Well, Canada is going to protect its eggs. Yeah. England's going to protect its eggs. Uh, New Zealand, damn right, they're going to protect their eggs. Protect you know our that shit. eggs. Exactly. Protect a few farms. <laughs> yeah. But it, when you get past, it's not so much protectionism, but it is a little bit of that as well. But the quota systems that are in place around the world on commodities. And so dairy is a commodity. So... I'm going to believe there is a going to be a quota restrictions on how this ingredient plays out. Now, it doesn't mean uh, it's going to get stopped at the border per se. Like, for example, there is a quota system between the United States and Canada on a lot of the whey protein. Well, the quotas have never been hit, so it doesn't matter. The quota is there, but nobody's gone past the quota, so it's still free trade. Yeah. So I still think that would apply to this ingredient, regardless of the quota systems that are you that are in even place like, out there. Even because it's like because obviously those quotas were invented. There when... still might be duties. There still might be duties, yeah. which is different, right? So the the ingredient I'm sure can still travel, but the normal duties applied to to dairy, which probably still apply to their ingredient, even though it's grown oh, in fats okay. and doesn't come from cows. The 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 chemical makeup of the ingredient oh, is. Okay. So it'll be treated still, like whey because of what it is, regardless yeah. of the process it's made. Interesting. That's actually that's a good way of thinking of it. Because yeah, I was because obviously there's these these quotas and rules were put in place when they didn't think you could, you know, clone whey without animals, basically. I guess I guess it's they're just well, gonna put it where it goes. I'm not sure. I'm not sure clone is the well, accurate word clones, here. Clone's obviously not the accurate, but you see what I mean. Like it's it it doesn't fit. Like I think when they came up with these rules, they weren't thinking like about this. No, like, I get that this no, is a possibility. I'm quite excited to see what ingredients are going to come out over the next five years. Because that was the, they, someone told me that 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 they grow animal free whey, but that could that doesn't necessarily need to be whey. I, I was being told that it could grow potentially and theoretically, <clears throat> they can grow other things, not just whey. Well, they're going to. I'm pretty sure I've seen the news pieces about chicken, like. Again, the, the amino acid structures. That's the other thing. I mean, again, I want to choose my words carefully because the accuracy of, of if, yeah, I'm gonna, I think I better just shut up right about now. <laughs> if, if, if something is if 99.9% .9 identical to whey or chicken, I should say, if something is 99.9% .9 identical to chicken, 
and it's missing 0.1% of what's normally occurring in chicken, you know, it's 99.9% .9 identical. No, I see what you say. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's me and the topic of that energy drink that I can't say. It's still good. Well, no, but, but go look at what whey protein is. Okay. It's beta lactobumin, yeah. alpha lactobumin, glycomacropeptides, lactoperioxidase, uh, and other big syllable words that I don't remember what the hell they are anymore. So that's what whey is when you buy you whey name, from a dairy cow. Specifically? Well, because those those are the macropeptides that make up whey protein. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so whey, whey protein is not just whey protein. It's, a, and it, it's an assembly of naturally occurring macropeptides. And so uh, beta-lactoglobulin is the biggest one. And then alpha-lactoglobulin uh, and glycomacropeptides. And, and again, other words I don't even remember. I might have to go looking into this. Interesting. I am a shit. I am a shit disturber. I admit it. <laughs> no, you're 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 a truth unearther. How about that? Well, I'm a consumer. You got to remember, I'm just a blue collar power lifter, foul mouth, broken down ex hockey player who never amounted to anything and was forced to quit that game before I even stopped being a teenager, and that's why I stumbled into powerlifting. Uh, nice. it, was, it was just repairing bad knees and bad shoulders. And I remember I was scared. I was scared to death to take my first L-arginine tablet. You know, I thought, oh, my God, this is like drugs. I Seriously. Loved, I loved it. I love taking my first supplement. Oh, you got you to gotta do an episode on that. You got you to get, you get everybody's, you know, what was your first supplement? And what did you? And we had the your... discussion. We had this discussion with, um, uh, uh vince um oh that's right we did that at the round table yeah and all you guys rattled off like shit that was from a museum and i'm like guys what the ultimate fuck? orange yeah yeah you were naming like stuff from the 80s and the 90s and i was like jesus christ i was five <laughs> i'm Fra not Fra frankie says relax in every language in every life and in every decade don't worry <laughs> my, about it, the thing is is my first supplement is still available Half the ones you guys named, if I'm not mistaken, in fact, all of them are not available. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, good times, man. Good times. What can I say? Just when I thought I was getting old, I sat down and did this podcast with those guys, and yeah. it was fantastic. Maybe uh, maybe feel, feel young again. Yeah. Hey, and you asked about Electrolyte. I've, I've made some for some other brands. Oh, yeah. We're we're deep into that. Um, we haven't come up with any of our own yet. We we're we're we're, we're going to take one of our amino products and bring it back to the garage, uh, grinch it up a oh, little okay. bit, tweak it up. Um, I'm going to be I'm going to be shitting all over another ingredient in the industry as well, uh, and I'm not pulling my my I. It's an ingredient that um, it's a good ingredient. Again, I'm not crapping on the ingredients. I got to be careful. I'm not crapping on the ingredients. I'm crapping on the use of them if they're not used for the right purpose or mm -hmm. in this case, this other one, I'm going to crap on it because it's very misleading in the context of, uh, unless you're taking like gram amounts, like five grams, 10 grams amount of this other uh, electrolyte happy powder that people all think is magically full of electrolytes. Well, it doesn't have much electrolytes when people are only using 500 milligrams or a thousand no, milligrams no, I know what you're about. in, in, in your powder. And I'm going, 
Well, it's like one percent daily value of potassium coming from this magical uh, tree-based ingredient. I, I was about to say, does it come from beautiful trees? It comes from very beautiful trees in the Philippines and New Mexico and everywhere. I was like, when you said five grams, I was like, well, I mean, there are very few that that sit near that, and then you said five hundred, and I'm like, I don't know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just I go. And I'm guilty of it too. Like it's in one of my products. I'm yanking it out. I'm not, I'm not happy. It's in my product. I want to yank it the fuck out. Okay. Cause I'm like, shit, why is that in there? And then I looked at some really good brands that I respect and I'm looking at that ingredient and that goddamn ingredients in so many of the brands. And so, you know, I'm not naming it. I'm not naming brands. I'm just, I'm putting it out there. Mutants taking this fucking ingredient out. I am not putting it in my powders. It's only in one of them but I am not putting it in, in any other ones. And so that's the first powder coming back to the garage at mutant nation station here. And I'm going to exercise the, uh, the demon out of the, I think, I think some ingredients like, like that you kind of, if you're putting together a product and you see absolutely everyone using it, it's kind of like doing a pre-workout without citrulline, right? Like it's like, there's a brand who just, who did, just did that. There's these things that you kind of, yeah. neat necessarily have to include but if you want to be you know if you want that side-by-side -side comparison and if none of yours matches any of theirs you can't compare so i yeah. feel like that that falls into it a bit when you've got aminos and stuff like that I, yeah and i and i and i like some of the concept conversation as i've heard from some of the other uh, uh pundits in, in in our industry and they're talking about the remineralization of some of the products because there's a demineralization in a lot of the food supply and i totally agree with that and yeah let me toot my horn for a minute here again i'm happy watching all these brands starting to add uh ingredients like aquamin into their products well fuck me and biosteel we've been doing that for freaking ever like we've been doing it for i don't know 15 20 years however long aquamin has been around but i'm Nutribio. glad sorry nutribio is another one where the owner owns it still mark laser mark when did mark mark started in 96 i remember i know it's 90 think something 90 sorry yeah. it took, sorry it took, no. me an hour, it took me an hour and a half but i got you know i i've never met mark i know the name very well and i respect uh everything i've ever heard of him and by him so um you know he's he's, he's something <laughs> oh you want me to continue all right i'll continue um but yeah, Aquaman, great remineralization ingredient, you know, very high in the naturally occurring calcium. It's got two to 4% magnesium in it. Plus it's got 72 trace minerals. And to me, that's a far better ingredient than, um, you know, something that comes in and, uh, from, you know, fluffy balls. Fall. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Cause that, that ingredient, it's a legit ingredient. The, the other one that comes from trees, um, and but it's all dressed up and it's got the fancy term and you know, i go i go come on unless you got like five or ten grams there's 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 not that much minerals coming from it and so then why is it in the why is it in everybody's product it's in one of mine and like i said i'm yanking it the frick it's, it's out in the, it's in the leaders as well it's in a lot of the big big players so it's hard to again if i in my experience if you want to like if you're trying to get a consumer from a top brand and they pick up your product and they don't recognize anything on your label because it's not yeah. in their one, it's hard for them to go, well, I'm going to switch to the one that I know nothing about. Yeah. They're likely to stay with what they have. And I think you see that a lot of pre-work and a lot of aminos where you want that five grams of BCAs, you want that similarity so a fan can see it 
plain as day. This yep. has six grams. It's got five. This, like, I think that might play a role into it. Oh, no question. No question. I just, you know, I, I mutant and PVL and my brands, you know, we stand that for something. And what we stand for is we give a shit and we actually care. I'm not saying the other brands don't care. Don't, don't other brands get all freaking riled up here. Peace to the run. But, yeah. But I'm standing and going, this is what we stand for. And so, God damn it, we're not going to put that ingredient in any more of our formulas. I only had it in one. And it's not that it's a bad ingredient. It's just nobody's using it at the big gram dose to get enough of the uh, potassium uh, that people perceive that this magical ingredient gives us. And I'm going, uh, if we're talking minerals, uh, hey, guys, why don't we use Aquamin and other things like that? And let's use some magnesium. Uh, use some more magne efficient ingredients for the same purpose. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, come on, everybody. Come with me and let's do the right thing. Let's put more I told you, in Trendsetter. Trendsetter. I told you this. Trendsetter. I said that earlier. Yeah, no. I, I'm a, I'm a pissant. You're not That's a trendsetter until you've set a trend. But you still, uh, still can be considered if you're trying. How about that? Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that. So we mentioned Tony at Beast. We mentioned Mark at NutriBio. You got. Who else I don't we, know. I've I, I mentioned. I've mentioned. I've, I've mentioned Scott a few times. I don't know who's the owner at Universal. I don't know. I, I've met a lot of people there, but I don't know who the. I know that's owned by. It's family owned. I know that. Yeah. No, there, there's a couple of the guys on the inside. I won't, I won't mention their names because they're the. Yeah. Uh, Good guys, though. I remember we were backstage at one of the FIBO events, and uh, I won't I won't sell him out. And he's he's looking at me. He's giving me because we we've known each other for a couple of decades. And he says, "Hey, Jim, how you doing?" I said, "Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good." And he says, "Oh, you know, hey, congratulations on everything." I said, "Oh, thank you. You know, right back at you, of course, right." Um, and uh, yeah, that that was the time when uh, they won an award for Animal Pack doing some good things, and they they won a whole bunch of awards, and then. It was humbling and very embarrassing. Uh, Mutant won four awards that year at FIBO. Uh, nice. And I and I was just, I was embarrassed and happy, of course, but just, I was red-faced. And, and so my buddy from Animal, he just kind of said, hey, don't worry. It's nice to see you guys, you know, rocking and rolling. And, and so just, just take it in. It was embarrassing going up four times to get an award. But it was pretty, pretty cool, too. About the second or third, you can say, "Hey guys, can can I just stay up here if I'm getting some more? Just let me know." But we didn't know. <clears throat> I, I I seriously got to that event thinking, "Oh shit, you know what a crap year. Everything went wrong. It was a bad year actually. It was like everything did go wrong. It felt like, and my team didn't tell me that that we had won all these awards. I didn't know. And I'm there. I was backstage with a couple of the brands, and like I said, my buddy from Animal, and that was um, it was kind of. I actually humbling. think I actually think Europe would have a few original owners not cytic i know they've shifted hands but i would suspect yeah. maybe Olymp might might be i don't actually know the owners owners of Olymp, but i wouldn't be surprised if they've held on to that um yeah grenade's not old enough yet but that's obviously still oh actually no it's, he's alan's still there but he's not owned yeah. by him <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i'll talk with alan one day uh about how Man, there's a guy who's got good juju and good passion. Um, like, I just marvel at what he accomplished so fast. And then to sell it and still be there. Like, he I don't know. If I, 
I don't know if I could do that. It, then he then he bought it back and then he sold it again. Yeah, completely. I just I just don't know if I could. Uh, you know, once you sell your baby, I don't know if you could be there. I think he's that, just loving life. I think he's just loving it too much. He's probably getting a tank from another country and parking it somewhere. The, he sold. They sold that tank from Grenade on their website. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I bought it. Should have kept it, man. He, I think. I, mean, think he, I thought. He got, I thought he got another one. I thought he replaced it because he had two. Sold one. Really? Okay. I don't remember the tank story. I know that he's probably, but I remember the first one he got and he brought it to an expo. He said, never bring a tank to an expo. And I was like, I wasn't thinking about it. <clears throat> he said, he said, surprisingly, the thing broke down at the door of either body power. I think it was body power. He says, we didn't think much of it. We thought, cool tank. We'll bring it. Not surprisingly, you can't push it. And secondly, yeah. there's not a tank special. You can't just call a mechanic. He said, you had to call a tank specialist and there was nobody in town. So they got someone from like four hours away to drive all the way down to fix it so it could get through the door. But the guy, and they, then that, that was Eddie Hall, Eddie, Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall lives in the UK. They could have called Eddie up and he could have pushed the tank for them. Well, I mean, I just remember seeing it and like, and I'm like, I guess it's not really on wheels. It's not exactly, yeah. it's not a, it's not a convenient thing to have. But I think no, that no. was the last time they bought it to an expo. If I recall, he stopped bringing it to the expos. I think he still had it though. Yeah, way, way way back when, uh, probably in '98 or '99, I, I had enough money to pay for a trailer load of whey protein on a Friday, where I could have bought a Humvee. So oh, that I was probably you would have bought the protein, didn't you? No, I bought the Humvee. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so we had uh, this is back when we mutant wasn't even born yet, so it was still all PVL. And so we had the Humvee, and uh, we took it around to a couple of trade shows around Vancouver here on the West Coast, and yeah, but we come rumbling in. And so the, the trade show we were at was not a bodybuilding or a fitness show. It was like the Canadian, <laughs> it's the Canadian health food association. And here's McMahon driving in with a Humvee like that. And, um, and people going, what the they hell? They would have just been like, that's the, that's the, those are the protein dudes. That's the, that's the, pro that's the protein section over there. Of course. All the all the buyers from GNC and our buddies from All Max and all these other brands. Hey Jim, hi. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with the Hummer uh, on that day. <laughs> oh well, the well that's been that's been pretty cool going over all the stories. I'll tell you that, and um, I think I think we've got to end it. You know what I'm actually going to do? I'm going to split this podcast into two. I'm going to upload part one and then part two. Because you don't want me telling you about the times I had to catch the Ford Taurus station wagon. At another like, event, I had a I was the I me and my buddy Norm, we had to catch the car that the world's strongest man, Anthony Clark, what he would do is he would lift the back end of a Ford Taurus station wagon. And again, this was at the Canadian Health Food Association Awards. Or now, this health food association sounds pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. So he, he would lift it up and kind of walk with it a little bit, and then he'd let it go. And so we're in the aisles amongst all these booths. And so we had to catch the car. This moving car that the world's strongest man had just dropped on the roll here. And we had to stop it before we, you know, hit another booth. So here's my me and my buddy Norm. And you know, we're we're our asses are going into somebody else's booth. Sorry, you know, as we stopped the the front end of the Ford Taurus station wagon for taking out somebody else's booth. So yeah, so yeah, there's Anthony Clark, world's strongest man. Guy could reverse grip bench uh, seven hundred pounds. Neat Holy dude. Shit. Neat dude. 
it wasn't long yeah. for this wasn't long for this earth he was like what five five probably close to 400 pounds neat neat guy man wow yeah well that was back in the hot stuff days there's another brand you probably didn't even hear that, about that, that me and was, vince andrich were ta talking yeah, about that was one of the ones you guys bought up like i said i was gold standard and that stuff's still around so the things you named i i, I yeah i was i was i was i was off didn't didn't understand it but it was nice hearing it it's good to know oh, that there were actual supplements before I was around because you know I thought it was still new at the time, but yeah. Well, you know, there's going to be a lot more supplements coming. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm excited for some of the ingredients that are coming out. And uh, I just hope everybody keeps validating their ingredients so they're efficacious and their quality and they're safe. Uh, we're all consumers. And no matter what else we may or may not put in our bodies, uh, when it comes to your supplements and your proteins, hey man, it's a choice. And so yeah. uh, I'm not I'm not prepared myself to roll the dice too hard on what I'm going to swallow in, in in a supplement. So I want to know it's safe. I want to know it's made in a GMP facility. I mean, call us. Our address is out there: one five eight nine Quebec Way in Port Coquitlam, BC, outside the west coast of beautiful downtown Vancouver, Canada. I'm, and this I might is where we make our powders. Visit. I might have to come visit some at some point. At some point, you're invited all the time, man. Bring the video yeah, crew. I oh, know, but you're, you're in you're in a different like you're not close to anyone else. But you know, be close to Vegas. You come to Vegas, hop, skip, and jump, baby. It's a three hour flight. Mm, actually, that's not that bad. No, it's How not that bad. How far is it from LA? Three hour flight, man. You know what? I might, I might, I might consider it. I might consider it. You're gonna, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'll, I'll, I'll make, I'll, I'll make, do make, make my best to, uh, to try and do it sometime this year. I don't know when. Sometime this year. We would greatly look forward to it because I, I, we got the visitors. I think now that the, the world is back open in somewhat uh, decent well, shape. Well, you know, it's time to visit. Not to make you feel bad, but I am going to Toronto to see Scott. <laughs> why would I feel bad? About that? That's awesome, man. Well, I thought that you guys were close. That was why I was like, oh, I could go to, to Toronto. Yeah, it's, and yeah, it's the about, other side of the country. Yeah, it's like five hours away. Yes, it's it's yeah. big. Yeah, I'm just, it's, again, it's... I'm used to countries where it's like, you know. <clears throat> It's not that far within country, but no, yeah. that's not the case. Well, when I when I was down your neck of the woods in 2019, right before the the vid took over the world, uh, flying from the Gold Coast from that other country next to you, yeah, and then Australia, and then, yeah, yeah, and then coming in, I was like, was like that a by? three, it was like a three hour flight, four hour flight, maybe. Yeah, I know, like, hold what? Yeah, you know, from I didn't Australia. know. Yeah, I didn't know that those two countries were that far apart. Well, I mean, in the country itself, like in 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 this in the main city, you can drive from one side of the city to one side of the coast to the other, in maybe forty minutes to sixty minutes. It's not it's not very big, but Australia yeah, is the closest. It's great, and you know, driving by uh, New Zealand milk products, Fonterra, and, and seeing all the cows wearing the Rolexes in the fields, man, that's awesome. You know, you guys got the richest cows on the Did planet. You actually, go to Fonterra because that's in the middle of fucking nowhere. No, of course I didn't go to Fonterra, man. But I saw I've cows. Seen it. I've, I've seen. I've see, I, I saw cows wearing Rolexes in the fields. That's what I saw. <laughs> man, you must have driven it far out if you saw some cows. But yeah, no, no, no. It's a. I, 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 hiked, I hiked up to the one volcano that's that's not 
you know, it's a dormant volcano. So we you went all the way up there. Well, not the all. I don't. I don't even know where I was, Shane. It was an island. I know which one you're talking. About. You went on. You went on the boat to the island. Climbed. Up no, 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 no. I went to the city one. I'm a city boy. Don't forget. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. That's... That's, yeah. You can make fun that's of me a... later. No, that's not. A, that's just a hill. That's just okay. A... Good. That's a hill. Yeah, the one with the rocks in the middle of it that just people yeah, yeah, yeah. spell words out of. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. <laughs> that's okay. That's like technically it is a it is a volcano technically, but it's yeah. it's just grassed over. No, I see. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, and we went to yeah. we went to the Blues Head office then too as well. It was a great time. Well, you know what? Maybe next time. Either way, if you're if I if you're here, I'm there. We'll we'll catch up, and uh, yeah, I think I might actually have to split this episode into two. No worries. You're definitely going to have to split it into two. Let me know when you're going to Toronto. Maybe I'll just infiltrate the meeting. Yeah, I mean, if you want. <laughs> it's a long way, but yeah. No, I know. I'll, uh, I'll let you know my plans, and then we'll definitely run into each other sometime this year. And uh, yeah, as always, great, great chatting to you. Okay, man. Well, thanks for the time. Sorry it took so long. No, but no. Again, you, you could have saved us all the hassle by not going on hiatus there for as long as you did. This is all your fault. This is my fault. And I've made two episodes out of it, so I don't need, I don't need to do one next week. That's See, good. I'm captain of efficiency, loving the math. Here you go. Two episodes in one. Boom!